Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day, uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. episode is brought to you by Miracle Cord. Are you pregnant? Do you know someone that's pregnant? Have you considered cord blood and cord tissue storage? What is it, Sarah? Well, when your child is born, doctors can extract a blood sample from their umbilical cord, and that blood is like an insurance policy. God forbid your child ever needed it, but if it was a childhood cancer or a blood disease, that cord blood could actually save their life or the life of their sibling. I love working with Miracle Cord. Schman and I stored KJ's cord blood and cord 
cord tissue, even with a C-section, it's possible. And what I loved about Miracle Cord is they are ethical. They are very affordable. The entire process will cost you up front between $1,500 and $2,500. The best part is, though, they have a registry. So your friends, your family, lots of times your parents or the grandparents of the child love to give that as a gift because it is a gift that could be life-saving. The best part, too, about Miracle Cord is if you buy their long-term storage package, the fees are as low as around $100 per year. Love them. Um, I also really enjoyed their customer service. You can talk to anyone 24-7. The kit is so easy. You'll do a survey on the phone. They'll send it to you. You'll talk to your doctor before giving birth. And then, boom, you have an insurance policy that lasts your baby's lifetime. Go to the link in the description of this podcast episode and check out MiracleCord.com. Also, if you your personal business, maybe you're a podcaster, maybe you're a blogger, maybe you have an Etsy store, or maybe you're a massive corporation like Radley Acura. Either way, we would love for you to advertise here on the Sarah Fraser Show. I am taking all kinds of new advertisements for November and December. We are heading into the holiday season, and now's the time to get your message and product out. If you're interested in my ad rates, they start as low as $99 per month, or you can run one-off campaigns. Find out more, the success that other brands like Radley Acura, Our Town Audio, uh, Miracle Cord, of course, who we love, and Horizon Fibroids have had. Email Show at gmail.com. Today's part two of Divorce Dish, it's Alana. Okay, this is not safe for work, but you know, that comes out of my mouth a lot. Can you imagine your husband calling you a cunt? Okay. Oh, oh, oh. It's like Nicki Minaj on that video. Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's true. Well, Alana today describes the moment she knew that she was going to get divorced. And ironically, it even it wasn't even when he called her the C word. Today's episode is so good. I hope you are enjoying this three-part divorce dish series. Danette is on tomorrow with her story. She's actually been married and divorced twice and now is engaged. So she's heading to get married for the third time. But Alana is today... Uh, She's amazing. She has a daughter with her ex. She also talks about her in-laws and how they turned on her, what it was like having sex for the first time with a guy who wasn't her ex. It's so juicy. So here is part two. So Alana, tell me why you got divorced. Um, I wish I could say it was just one thing. I know a lot of people, you know, get divorced because of adultery, um, abuse, things like that. And it wasn't, for me, it wasn't like one moment. It was a series of things that built up over time. So when there was that one final breaking point, it seems minor in isolation, but, um, you know, taken in context with everything else, it was, I was applying for law school. Um, I was going through the application process and I had written two different essays and I was going back and forth over which one I liked better. And my ex-husband, um, I had asked him for help and he may or may not have been drinking that night uh, for legal purposes, I won't say. <laughs> yeah. um, and but... we're, we're referring to Alana's ex as the ex. So we've had a Ralph and now we have the ex. So the ex was drinking, uh, uh, we think, a lot. Um, okay, so you you're like in this moment, you need help. Go on. Right. So I'm asking for his advice on what to do. And he was just kind of being less than helpful. So I said, you know what, fine, I'll do it myself. I don't need your help. Like I can do this. And he looked at me with the most disdainful, dismissive look I have ever seen and said, you think you can do it without my help? You think you're smart enough to get into law school without my help? 
good luck with that and walked away and i just stood there like you know what i'm done i've had enough like i don't this is this is my breaking point this is where i quit alana how old were you two when you got married we were 20 i was 24 he was 26 Okay, so 24 and 26. And do you, well, the next question I'm going to ask you is, do you feel like there were there were red flags? But before we move on, so it was it was more like just uh, these little things that built up right over over time. It right. sounds like you and the ex were never really on the same page. Right, right. Um, there were a lot of like little red flags that I noticed when we were dating, but they didn't. I mean, he has. In my opinion, he has always had this kind of heightened sense of self-importance that he thinks he is smarter than everyone else in the room, and he is just next-level intelligent. Everyone else is stupid. Um, and that's usually his go-to whenever he is upset with, with any kind of situation is that he pulls the intellectual superiority card. Um, and he was never really, like, nice to other people. He didn't really have any close friends. Um but he didn't treat me that way. And I guess I kind of rationalized it in my own mind, like, well, yeah, he's an asshole, but not to me. So it's okay. Um, but then once, you know, once we were married slowly over time, it started being directed more towards me. Um, and, you know, having your husband call you a C word because he's upset, isn't really, you know, after you're married. Right. So it's like, we're still newlyweds. We should be in that newlywed phase. And, you know, he got mad at me about something. And um, I have to say, I, I feel like I need to say this. He's from Australia. So I think, you know, their culture, it's a lot less demeaning to say that word than it is here. By the way, but... I curse on this show all the time. You probably know this. But the first time he called you a cunt, were you like, I'm sorry, I don't care what country you're from. You're my husband. Like, did you like that must have been a real ping internally? Like, OK, shit. Yeah. Like the fact that it was he... shocking. Yeah, I bet. Right. Because because, OK, fine. If you're out at a bar and like a guy that your friends with says that to you or a girlfriend or something, you're like, OK, but your own husband drops the C-bomb on you. That must have been a moment. Yes, it wasn't. And it wasn't the for me, the worst part was it wasn't even a serious fight. It was over like cleaning up the kitchen or something very, very minor. It wasn't, you know, a, a serious battle going on between the two of us and for him to just so casually insult me in such a demeaning way was like wow so you're like this with really everybody not just the whole world minus me it's me too so wow okay so so there was the the red flag beforehand knowing he always sort of had this arrogance about him um so that was sort of this red flag were there any other like big moments like before you got married or most of them came after you got married? Most of them came after. I think there were like little glimmers before we got married. Like he displayed to me a very real lack of empathy. Um, you know, anytime I was upset, even if it didn't have to do with him, if I was upset, if I was crying, whatever, there never seemed to be really any like emotional reaction to much of anything other than in anger um there it, it just didn't seem like he could connect with me or other people on an emotional level and um you know i don't I, there are not really any instances before we got married that stick out to me but one after we got married we lived in georgia 
and we were driving down the road and there was an accident at an intersection and it had just happened. There was somebody trapped in a car. Like we could see this woman trying to get out of her car and she couldn't get the car door open. And we were passing through the intersection as this happened. And I said, ex-husband, um, stop the car so we can help this person. And he kept driving through and he said, why would I stop? We don't know them. And wow. right. We wow. argued about that for days afterwards because he said that I was overreacting. I was a psycho for making a big deal about it. Um, but in my mind, that was really indicative of the kind of person that he was. Like, you don't care about someone else's life because you don't know them. You don't when care about their safety. can see them in pain, you know, in anguish, right. in panic. Yeah, that's a real disconnect. Emotional, like something is really off there. Yeah. Okay, so all these things add up, and the law school application is the tipping point. Tell me what your parents said, Alana, when you told them, okay, I'm, I'm getting divorced, I'm done. So my mom was shocked. My mom and my sister were both shocked. Um, I never really talked about any of the negative things that happened in the marriage to anyone except for my very close friends. I was in the Navy at the time. We weren't living near family. Um, so, you know, I would, I would vent to my friends in the Navy, but I kind of tried to keep all that away from my family. I didn't want to poison their opinion of him with me constantly complaining. Um, so I just never said anything. So they were shocked and they wanted me to reconsider for our daughter's sake. Um, you know, having a cohesive family unit was very important to them. I grew up with my parents being married for 32 years, it was, you know, so that's kind of the backdrop that my mom was coming from. Sure. Like, yeah, it's going to be tough. It may suck sometimes. Your husband might be a straight up dick sometimes, but you have to stick it out because you married him. And, um, you know, once I started to confide in her a little bit more about the things that he said, and then she, um, you know, some of the things that she had actually witnessed that she had rationalized in her own mind, like, punching a hole in the wall the night before we moved because he was mad at me. And, you know, we both chalked it up to like the stress of moving, but at the same time, like it's really not okay to do things like that. So, you know, there were a lot of things that she had just glossed over and rationalized in her own mind that looking back on it with more context, um, she felt like it was, you know, she was, she was on board. She was very supportive. I bet. I bet they came around real quick putting, you know, everything together. Uh, tell me about your in-laws. Do you miss them? Or are you thrilled to be away from them? Ooh, that's a great question. <laughs> um, my father-in-law was the sweetest. He was in the Navy too. And he was an American living in Australia. And, um, you know, so we were both Americans married to Australians, both in the Navy, like uh, he was he was a very, very sweet man, and um, I have nothing but good things to say about him, and I would love to have a chance to just give him a hug again. He was such a sweet man. Um, my mother-in-law, on the other hand, I wish that I could say the same thing. Um, one of the first conversations that I had with her, she was talking about one of her other son's wives in a very demeaning, derogatory way. And at the time, I was still the girlfriend so i wasn't i had nothing no you know skin in the game with this family drama so i kind of just minded my own business but it's like if she's going to talk about her daughter that yeah. daughter-in-law like that what is she going to say about me behind my back and um you know having that moment 
once we were going through the divorce process and seeing what she had written about me and her affidavit that she submitted to the court, basically saying that I was the worst mother she had ever seen in her life. And, you know, I was so preoccupied with my daughter's uh, hair ribbons matching her outfits that I didn't care about her, her overall well-being. And um, she actually used an incident that happened against me that was definitely more traumatic for me than it was for my daughter because my daughter was a baby and she doesn't remember this but sure. she was crying so hard she was choking in her car seat and by the time we got her out of the car seat she was turning blue and i was i mean she was i want to say a month and a half maybe two months old oh at my this god time. which as a mother First is like mom. panic i mean right. i'd be crying yes yes and that's what i did i froze i panicked i cried my ex-husband got her out of the seat and you know hit her on the back and she coughed up the mucus that she was choking on and she was fine um but they you know when we went to court they used that as an example of how i'm a terrible mother because i didn't help her in her time of need and instead i panicked and and cried so um that was that was tough to read while sitting in a and reading it for the first time in the courtroom in front of a judge and trying to maintain composure yeah, because one minute they're um, your family and the next they're, you know, your your right. arch You're enemy. enemy. Yes. Tell me about but your I thought, Yeah, go ahead. It was it was interesting. I have to say it was interesting holding, you know, my mother in law's affidavit next to my mother's because my mother focused on why I'm a good mother and all the things that make me a good mother. She didn't really say anything about my ex husband and her affidavit. And my mother-in-law's affidavit, it was all about why I'm a terrible mother. Not why her son is a good father, but why I'm a terrible mother. And I thought that was interesting. Uh, that but, is telling. You know, that was the approach she took. Tell me about your beautiful daughter. How old was she when you guys got divorced? And do you think she's happier? Did she resent you? I'm sure there were lots of moments. Right. So she was almost two years old when I moved out of the house. So she was kind of, I don't think it, she really had any idea what was going on. Um, the biggest difference was at night because she was now sleeping in a new crib, in a new room, in a new place. And um, we were, our original agreement was to go back and forth every single day, which looking back was probably not the best for her. Um, but she's five years old now and she is the sweetest little kid. She, I mean, it doesn't seem like any of this, and maybe I'm biased, but it really doesn't seem like any of this has affected her too, too much. Um, she's not, you know, negative towards one parent more so than the other. She doesn't really act out. She doesn't appear at this point to be taking advantage of the situation, you know, pitting, pitting mom and dad against each other, but she's not a preteen yet. So we'll see. <laughs> We all have a long time to go. Um, yeah, yeah, young seems to be the key, at least so far from the women that I've talked to uh, with Divorce Dish. The, the younger they seem to be, they acclimate very well. Um, okay, right. so sounds like you moved out, Alana, but tell me about the very first... How, how many years were you guys married? We were married for... Quick pause to thank some of our sponsors. Horizon Fibroids. I only have two spots left. Are you battling fibroids? They're actually awful and they can impact your fertility. Well, Dr. Will Neem, who is a top fibroid doctor in the entire country, but has three offices located in Maryland, Frederick, Maryland, Rockville, Maryland, Gaithersburg. He's amazing. Um, he's actually taking on new patients and he's offering 
he gave away already two, but he's offering two more free fibroid consultations. Just email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Share this with a girlfriend if you know someone that is dealing with fibroids. I had a girlfriend who's had them. She's just had them removed because she is having a baby or working on trying to get pregnant to have a baby. So don't wait. They can be painful, long periods, bloating. And Dr. Neem is known for uterine fibroid embolization, which is a non-surgical procedure, very low downtime, and it will get rid of your fibroids. Lots of times your OBGYN may not even be familiar with that or may not tell you about that treatment. So go to horizonfibroids.com, or if you want that free consultation, just email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. We absolutely love them. Also, ZocDoc. Have you downloaded ZocDoc? Kind of love it. ZocDoc is a free app where you can find a doctor anywhere, and I'm talking like therapist, eye doctor, dentist, physician, pediatrician, you name it, every doctor under the sun. You actually can get an appointment as early as today. Lots of times they have them. ZocDoc, the free app, you can go to ZocDoc.com slash TSFS, download it, and start finding a doctor in your area. Um, I love ZocDoc. I actually found an eye doctor out here in Leesburg, Virginia from them. Uh, that's how great ZocDoc is. Um, so it, just find appointments. Also, you can search by your insurance. So if you're worried about that, ZocDoc allows you to search for doctors who take your insurance, can get you an appointment ASAP. Um, and it's just like, it's so great. You can even read all the reviews on those doctors, dentists, anyone that you are looking for. Make your life easy. Don't spend hours on Google. Just go to ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. Download the free app and find the doctor. We all neglected our health during the pandemic, but not anymore. ZocDoc.com slash TSFS. Just over four, almost four years when I moved out. So after four and a half, four plus years of living with him, you move out. What was it like the very first night, day, you find you go to your own place and you, you're away from him? Like, was that a real moment of, okay, it's real? Yeah, so it kind of hit me like a freight train. My friends helped me move that day. So there were probably, you know, six of us in and out. Um, and then when everyone left and it was getting dark and he had our daughter for the night, um, and the apartment was barely furnished. I had just moved out with only the things that I had brought in to our marriage, um, you know, furniture from my childhood home. So we didn't have a lot, uh, that first night in the apartment and it was so quiet, so empty, like the silence was deafening and it was almost like it almost got me to the point where I was starting to reconsider what I was doing. Like, wow, this is, you know, going to be really lonely. This, especially the days without my daughter, it's so quiet. It's just almost eerie in here. Um, and it actually ended up being the exact same apartment building and unit that I had lived in when I first moved to Georgia, when I first got stationed there before we bought our first house. So, um, you know, going back four years later to the exact same apartment unit, um, it was, I don't, it was just a very weird feeling that I don't know if I can put into words, just, it almost felt like I was back to square one. You know what I mean? Right. Like starting over again. You're such a successful woman, career woman. You you get married to this guy. You know, you have this beautiful daughter. You think like, you know, I, I hate like the dream or the image that, you know, people think, right? But you think you have all that. And then, wow, for you, that must have been a moment of like coming full circle of like, wow, shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm back to square yeah. one. But of course, exactly. I mean, amazing. You're like 
starting a whole new path. Okay, you're gorgeous, so you couldn't have been single for long. Tell me what it was like having sex with someone for the first time that wasn't your ex. Because I, I think I've been with Shaman for 10 years. I'm like, okay, what's it going to be like? Well, I mean, I'm not divorcing Shaman, but I'm like, what would it be like to have sex? Now I'm selling, I'm, getting, I'm taking all the tips. What was it like? Tell me about that, because I, I feel like I'd be so awkward. It was... I tried not to be awkward about it, but it was kind of like, oh my God, this is the first person seeing my like post baby body on full display other than the person who contractually had to love me, even if I did just pop a kid out. Um, And so I had that moment of like, oh my God, I have to cover up, like, please turn the lights off. Don't look at me. Um, But at the same time, like the the feeling of excitement, I think, outweighed that feeling of embarrassment because um, the last probably year of my marriage, I could count on one hand how many times my ex-husband and I had been intimate. And it did have a lot to do with, I wasn't like emotionally attracted to him anymore. So the thought of having sex actually kind of grossed me out, which is not a feeling that I was used to. Um, So yeah it was it was a good experience i would say it was enjoyable i (laughs) love that all right alana tell me is there anything that you miss about your ex 10 years ago i lost 60 pounds mindful eating and today i have kept the weight off i never think about food i never count calories honey i don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps i live with food freedom and i want that for you if you are ready and you want it and that's where my optimal body comes into play visit myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment and be sure to let them know that the sarah fraser show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30 day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of 
are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I feel like I'm going to have to get a collar-driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani Show wherever you get your podcasts, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani Podcast. Enjoy. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavor. Ah! Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their Conception for Her and Conception for Him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's Kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby. Every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Um, is there anything I miss? I miss... You know, we had our inside jokes and we had our, our, like when the good times were good, they were really good. And we would laugh and joke and have a good time together. And so I miss that closeness. And I particularly miss it when it's juxtaposed with our relationship now that, you know, we're so, it's hard to even be cordial. And, you know, to think about going from that to where we are now is kind of sad, but um other than that and you know having my family unit together and trying to like get over kind of the shame and embarrassment of being a divorced single mother um for me you know personally i'm not saying that that's how no 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 society looks at single moms or anything but that's just how i felt i felt like a failure um so you know having that cohesive family unit made me a little bit you know i kind of miss that but I don't miss the fighting and 
and you know putting on a good show for the rest of the world when I was really crying myself to sleep at night. Oh my god, one hundred. Well, the C bomb alone. I mean, I think it would have kicked him in the nuts. So you know. <laughs> Now, wait a minute. You have to tell us before we, we talk about cost, because I'm always curious about cost of divorce. Um, are you single now or are you remarried? Or are you I dating? am remarried. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, you, you're beautiful, beautiful. So I'm like, this woman is very successful. So this, I'm like, this woman is not on the market. Okay. Uh, tell me how much it costs before, during, because I think sometimes there's a lot of women listening to this that are fearful of the money aspect of it, you know, which I always tell women, and this whole podcast series is inspired by a friend who is in California. She got divorced from her husband. She's actually paying him an insane amount of alimony. She makes into the six figures and she is now relocating back to Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania because she can't afford to stay in California and pay him the incredible cost she's paying him. So I think women need to be prepared. Tell us what it costs. So yeah, I wish I had been more prepared for the costs. Um, I made a very um, last minute decision, a very spontaneous decision to move out and be done. And he actually filed um, before I had the chance to because I we were living in South Carolina right over the Georgia border. So I moved right down the street, but I wasn't able to file in Georgia for 30 days. Um, and he, so he took advantage of that time and he filed, but he filed an emergency custody uh, motion because he claimed that I was trying to take our daughter out of state and you know, all this, all this stuff. So I basically, I had to get an attorney with like two days notice of this mm. emergency hearing. And um, so I basically just took the first one that would take my call and, and said that he had availability. Um, I will say for the cost, I think it probably differs down there from from what it does up here. I was paying my attorney two hundred and fifty an hour, which I think is kind of on the low end for here. Um, oh yeah, I bet here. I bet like if you're in D.C., if you're in New York, if you're no, do you need to go? Are you no, my phone was dying, so I just wanted to get it plugged oh. in. <laughs> on by it. I'm like hanging on to every word. I love this. Yeah. I think Sorry. if you're in a major city, DC, LA, New York, I mean, you're talking probably 400, $500 an hour, you know? Yeah. I mean, right. I, I'm hearing from some women, you know, have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars or their ex had to pay or they, you know, in divorce costs. So you're right. in this, you, at the so, time of your divorce, you're in the South. It's, it's going to be more affordable. Yeah, so it was a little bit more affordable. It would have cost a lot less if there hadn't been so much back and forth over petty things like the KitchenAid mixer that he wanted to keep. And um, I really appreciate that my attorney, when we would start to get petty, would bring me back down and say, how much am, are you paying me an hour? How much is your KitchenAid mixer worth? Is it worth over an hour of my time to go back and forth with his attorney to get you this mixer? You're right. It is not. Thank you. <laughs> I will just get a new one later. You so can have I the think, mixer. Yeah. Um, and then we had a guardian ad litem who was fairly costly also. I don't I think that she was more than two fifty an hour, but I can't remember. Um, but at the at the time that we were assigned a guardian ad litem who then had to do home visits in both of our homes, I was living in Alexandria and I was going to law school. So I had to pay for the guardian ad litem's travel from Georgia, South Carolina, up to Virginia to do this home visit. And I think that that was um, the single most expensive part of the entire process. But all told, it was it was around 15, 20,000. 
I'm going to be a guardian at Lightum in my next career. I mean, if you're getting a paid trip to D.C., oh, my God. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah. I think looking back, right, we all learn things. We all feel like, oh, we made mistakes. What do you think the single biggest mistake you made in this whole process was? Um, in the process of marrying him or in divorcing him? Because in marrying him, it would be ignoring the red flags. <laughs> okay. Yeah. What, whatever comes to mind. What do you, what do you, what's the moment that you look back? You're like, oh, that, that's the biggest mistake, whether it's before or during or after. So I think that my biggest mistake was, was operating off of emotion going through the divorce process and thinking that, you know, because I was, approaching it from more of a level-headed like i just want to be divorced let's try to just get through this we can't be together so let's make this as easy as possible and he was looking at it more from an aspect of i can't believe this bitch left me fuck her i'm gonna take everything and so i tried to approach it i tried i expected that he would treat me with the same kindness and respect that i was approaching the situation with and I don't know why I expected that. That's not how he acted during our marriage all the time. So I don't know why I thought it would be different. But I will say, like, I think that something like a divorce brings out the absolute worst in people. And if you're not prepared for the things that they will do and say um, during that process, like hitting me with the emergency contact, uh, emergency custody order, um, you know, if well, I had been more mentally prepared, I think that was my biggest mistake was that I expected more from him. <laughs> What's the one piece of advice you would give to a woman that's heading into this process? What do people think they know about divorce, but they really don't? I think um, you never really know a person's true colors until you go through something like a breakup or a divorce. You don't really, and you think you do, right? But you don't see the real true colors until everybody's at rock bottom, until you're at your absolute worst and you're doing things like you know, fighting over custody of another human being. So I think that, yeah, that's what I, I mean, I, people really need to be prepared and really think that, don't think that it's going to be easy and don't think that they're just going to give you whatever you want and then it's going to be all sunshine and rainbows, even if the marriage was fairly sunshine and rainbows. I, you know, being prepared for the worst of the worst is what I would advise someone to do. Isn't that great advice? I mean, just be prepared for the worst. And you know what? If, it, if it's a little bit better than you thought, hey, how lucky are you? But I, it's so fascinating that you say that because almost every woman says that. Like they think for some reason that the the men, the, the, the in-laws are going to be civil and yet they all come out like guns blazing, like just the worst, like shit lie on you, everything you can imagine. And it's like, all the women are shocked. So far, all the women I've talked to are surprised that they would do that. And it's, I think that's terrific advice for women going into it. Eyes wide open. Like, they're probably going to treat you worse than they ever have, ever. Right. And I think the other thing I would add is to, if you or you're thinking about divorcing, prepare. Don't just do it on a whim like I did. I left. My finances were, like, still tied to his. Things were very, it was very messy. And I think taking time to prepare, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. No, um, you know, taking time to prepare your finances, pay off debt, um, be prepared for those legal bills, be prepared for a $5,000, $10,000 retainer even. Um, you know, those are things that could, if you prepare ahead of time, it'll cause you a little bit less stress in the moment when you're already, you know, going through the most emotionally difficult time of your life and then getting a bill from your attorney for 
$1,500, that needs to be paid the next day before they'll, you know, submit any kind of motion to the court for you is, it can be draining. It can be, if you're not prepared for it, it can be very, very draining. Oh my God. Alana, thank you so much for being on the show. That was amazing. I mean, you just, and and I love that you have a gorgeous daughter and you're remarried. And, and now you're an attorney, right? You must be... Well, so I graduated from law school. I haven't gotten my bar exam results yet, so I can okay. say I'm a JD, but I'm not an attorney yet. <laughs> we are all sending you every good bar exam vibe. Every good. You, when do you find out? You have to email me and let me know. I'll be finding out Friday. So. Oh! Okay, well, we are praying for you. We know good things. Um, thank you for sharing your story and being just so transparent about the ex. Absolutely. I hope if my story can help even one woman out there just even mentally prepare a little more for it, I will feel great. You have no idea. I think that you and the other women that are participating in this are going to help so many more women than you even know. I. It's just, it's been, I'm sitting here in awe of all of you. It's amazing. Thank you. Thanks, Alana.